You know what? It wasn't really refreshing to see seven turnovers in this game. Dude, we know. Dude, seriously, what was up? I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. I can't remember the last time any team in professional sports had seven turnovers and was still in it to win it. Dude, if they were Apple turnovers, they could have fed our entire family. But the question is, is that how bad we are or how bad Atlanta is. That is the mystery, dude. I don't know, man. It doesn't need to be answered. All I know, who are we? Aaron, who are we? I don't know. Aaron. John, John, are you up on that mic? You sound like you're clipping it. Who are we? What are you talking about? We are Harry Hog Football. Oh, yeah, yeah, sir. Welcome to episode... Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 350, the 300 and Rob Jackson. Rob Jackson. And we'd like to give a good shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Seeley. Desmond Seeley 2 on Twitter, because Desmond Seeley 1 was either hacked... It was already taken. ...or taken. Taken. This seat taken. Taken. (laughs) Taken. Hey. Hey. You can go ahead. You can go ahead and I give think. a shout out to Desmond C. Lee too on Twitter, and he'll get back to you if you're talking about anything involving the Redskins. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, man is this big, huge. Wait, he's a huge Redskins fan, and you can actually find a link to his Twitter straight up on our website, HarryHogFootball.com. That's right. Dot net. Um. Dot net. Yeah, and let's get this out of the way. Do we also, if you want to donate to Harry Hog Football. You can click on that little link down there on the left-hand side. Send us a dollar, five dollars, whatever you might like, and uh, can help us buy a, a ten-pack of uh, Jimmy Beam Airport bottles for the uh, that's right. for this weekend because we I, are going to the Redskins Dallas game this weekend, despite Jamie bailing on us. Dang, Lord, Lord, he, Jamie Deli, Lord. Jamie, you are you are banned. Yeah, if future me. Hey, trips for this. If you guys want to hang out with us at at FedEx Field, we will be in town. So give us we a little. We will be there. Give, send us up. a message. And it looks like, as far as we can tell, our intended uh, tailgate uh, hangout is, let's say, not happening. So if you got a tailgate going on, you know, let us know. Tell us your section. If you got some wieners for Josh, tell us your section. Sausages out there. Sean. Be like, hey, football, we got some Viennas. 
Smokies. <laughs> Got some Viennas for Josh. Some, some burgers for me. Send us Got a some message. Footlongs for Aaron. We'll swing by and tailgate with you. Got some corn dogs for John. <laughs> <laughs> some dipping sauce. Dipping sauce. And Josh really loves rancid nuts. Dudes, I you know we made an improved wiener to ten inches, but we thought, no, we need to give more. <laughs> Gotta dudes. give more. Here's the deal, dudes. Halftime. Ben's Chili Bowl in the 400 section. We'll see you there. Josh hey, has hey, Ben's hey, Chili hey. Bowl on the brain. Well, Josh will see you there. And then he'll be <laughs> seeing the toilet at the hotel a few hours later. <laughs> Ben's Chili Bowl. Hot dog, hot dog um, so, dude, so like, let's get into it here because there was lots of good stuff to talk about and lots of not good stuff to talk about. All right, let's yeah. talk about the good stuff. Okay, let's talk about the Nazi. Elephant in the room. Elephant in the room here. Kirk Cousins. Go. He had a pretty good first half, and then in the second half, he kind of sucked. Yeah. The second half, the Redskins came out of the locker room. Atlanta came out of the locker room. Everybody one came team out made room? adjustments. The other team did not. The other one... Tried to adjust their jock straps. Yeah. And failed. Their bowels. We kept fumbling. We should have won that game like 60 to 12. Alfred Morris put the ball down twice. So did Santana. What was, what was yeah, that? Yeah, Santana, Santana has ball. been a little fumble prone. He, he's been having his issues. Like, I'm not used to seeing Alfred Morris. And I'm not trying yeah. to dog on Santana, but but he has not been... The regular Santana. He hasn't protected his balls as much yeah, as other dudes. Whole, exactly. Whole, like, He's not protecting his balls. That whole fair catch thing, though, that was weird. I thought it should have been fair catch interference. All right, Aaron and I. We'll have to ask Jerome Booger about it later. Yeah. Dude was not I'm, not, I'm not sure if Jerome Booger is going to make tonight. For we're, real? We're going to see. We're going to see if, if he's going to make it in. I mean, I, I, I laid a, a trail of donut holes. Uh, down the street to see if he could make it to the studio. So we'll see if he can he can make his way up. We'll see, we'll see. I'm I'm spying out there now. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, but yes, yeah. Well, anyway, um, um yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say you. You guys said you were debating what was going on with that whole fair catch thing, but like. Oh yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Well, Aaron and I were talking about this during the game, the whole fair catch thing. And Aaron, you thought that. I thought it should have been fair catch interference. Now, see, I disagreed because Santana Moss called fair catch, and then he moved out of the way of the contact coming towards him. They talked about something about someone was engaged or something. I think by rule, he had to stand there and try to take the fair catch. But this is where it, it gets all like I, yeah, but I, in regard, and going all the way back to the Charlotte debacle. Yeah, and still the other thing that I was questioning, and they never looked at it again, is if Niles Paul was touching the ball while he was out of bounds, which I thought would make the ball be out of bounds. I, you, you know, they never showed they they showed it in real time, and they never showed a complete total highlight. But that might also be because we had like the J crew. They didn't have another camera. 
<laughs> they only had like Jake five Rube. cameras in the whole stadium, and it was like Rosen and that that fullback that retired from the Saints last year. Dude, it was like C-SPAN shoots NFL. <laughs> it's like one I mean, it was like, camera. And now here's one of our two cameras. We'll take you back to the game on C-SPAN. Or C- like on Saturday Night Live, they're like, the C-SPAN camera, the only one we have, was there. <laughs> the only- That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how it was. The C-SPAN camera. The only so, one you know, they have. didn't have that many views or angles to look at it under the hood, so to speak. There's, uh, you know, sick. <laughs> the hood. <laughs> um, <laughs> the purple hood. Purple hooded warrior. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Burgundy hood. <laughs> um, anyway. Because I, I am the warrior. But Santana Moss. Santana Moss had some problems. <laughs> Alpha Morris, like you said, John, put the ball down twice. Twice? Uh, I don't know what was up with that. Uh, Kurt Cousins, Cousins put, put the ball down. Interceptions. And he put Man, the ball down. Man, that stretch where we had, like, hit. What, what was it? It was, like, three turnovers in a row on three plays. It was, like, this is the epitome of a game between two teams that absolutely suck. Yeah, and then the week before, we had, like, three, four and outs in a row. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and this week's not going to be any better because Dallas just complete. Oh, I don't even want to get into how bad they are too. It's going to be a debacle. <laughs> just the oh, fact man. that it's going to be a debacle. It's going to be two absolutely terrible defenses, dude. You're totally clipping two offenses them, that can't stop kicking their own butts. I'm clipping. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's better. Just stay back. Stay off of it a little bit. Get the microphone out of my mouth is what you're saying. Yeah, stop trying to put the microphone up in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to say that at the beginning of this here podcast. You did, yes. Yeah, that's um, it's like yeah, that's I, I I think I found a happy medium. I need to get I like like ex. I, th- I think yeah, you're I eating, it. eating the mic. I was eating the mic, and I I I need to back off and just uh. That's better. Uh, that's better. Yeah. I think. I think nine out of ten people listening will agree. All yes. right. Nine out of the ten people listening. Nine, nine out, out of the ten the people ten. listening will agree. By the way, speaking of Will, Aaron, you talked to our boy Will, our friend. Going he's going to hang out with us this weekend. Sweet. I, think he's, I think he's going to the game. My cool. brother. Um. He better dress more is. warmly. Than, well, actually, it's a, it's going to be in like the fifties. They're saying it's going to be like like sixty to sixty five. Chance of rain right now is nice. the call, which is awesome. One o'clock game. Thank God it's not at night. I'm so sick of night games. <clears throat> I'm just going to get wet. Sick. You. Um. All right, dude. <laughs> so seven turnovers in the game. We only scored once in that second half after Atlanta came out and made adjustments to their jocks, and then. I mean, what else do we what else do we need to say about this? Kirk Cousins came out for his first showing. I thought he looked pretty good. I'm hoping that he can continue uh, at least what he's done over the next couple of weeks. So I'm that hoping he can, can beat first, Dallas. So we can get a first round pick for him. I mean, that would of be course. nice. See what we can get for him, as Danny would say. Uh, All these people see, talking about all this, like creating this quarterback controversy, blah blah blah. Yeah, whatever. Do you guys really buy into that? I think he he's auditioning for. Uh, 
for a trade. That's what it is. I think he's a quasi-starter. I, 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 I go in a different direction on that because RG3 is a running quarterback. He's had two torn ACLs. Yeah. He is one play away. I mean, everyone's one play away from getting knocked out and getting injured. RG3 is a whole lot of one play away compared to most players from getting knocked out and getting injured. We have to have a competent backup, and RG1 is not a competent backup. We've got, so are you we saying have we need Kirk to keep Cousins. Kirk Cousins? Absolutely, and I've said that really? from the moment that we got him. Yep, absolutely. I don't think that's what he's going to want, though. He's going to want to go and play somewhere. Well, no, I think he's doesn't matter what absolutely. he wants. It's absolutely, he's totally going to want to go somewhere else. But, you know, he's under contract for, what, four years? Dude. Yeah, he signed a contract. See. I could see him in Jacksonville next year. I could see him. Bridgewater. I could see him in Washington. And I, I was thinking about this, and I was along the lines of Josh here until John pointed out the fact that we don't even know for sure if RG3 is going to come back like he was last year because this year he wasn't as I good as he was. I think he will. But we don't know for yeah. sure, so we need to we hold on to some sure. insurance for a while until maybe if RG3 came back this year and he was, like, destroying it like last year, then I'd be like, all right, let's see what we can get for him. And we didn't have a ridiculously inane head coach that's trying to sabotage the team and get himself fired. That's yeah. not helping either. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we, we when you have a running quarterback that puts himself out there in harm's way more than most quarterbacks, you got to have a backup. And, I mean, who do we want as our backup? It's like RG3 is like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to describe him. He's like, he's like the the ghost in the other room that just keeps rearing its ugly head. It's like, oh, right when we thought we were done with RG, I mean, sorry, RG1. It's like, crap, here we go. Here's RG1 once again. <laughs> if Kirk Cousins gets hurt in these last two games, who's going to be the quarterback? RG3's deactivated. We're going to be stuck out there with, with RG1 hanging out at CeCe's Buffet with damn Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> uh, yep, that's true. That's true. Um, I don't know, man. Let's see how he does this week, and then let's see if we can step back and take another assessment. How Hopefully he'll de freaking destroy the Cowboys. If there's one thing I think that all of us can take away from this last weekend is that the team actually, most of the guys on the field actually acted like they cared about what was going on, which has been a, a nice departure from the last couple of weeks where people left and right have been quitting on the team. Oh, and Bakari Rambo was inactive. That helped. Oh, yeah, yeah. and what? Brian Arakpo continued to kick some some bootay. He has got to be a, a – I know it's a contract year, blah, blah, blah. It's his first year healthy. We're gonna ha we really need to hold on to him, but it's really going to yeah. depend on the new coach. Dude, and he's going to test the waters, man. He's going to see, like, what, you know. Don't what, test uh, the waters. If he's we have see. a new coach. If I know he will, yeah. An offer for right. him, man. You're he right. Was unrestricted. You're right. He was saying that he wants to he wants to come back. So yeah, if they're I smart, maybe they'll try to throw an offer out to him next yeah, week. Yeah, but he's unrestricted, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they, they can so re-sign him before he hits the market. Yep, they could re-sign him before he hits the market. Well, I don't know. That could be a salary cap issue. We got thirty six yep. mil. Not yet. Not yet. Um. All right. We will. So 
one question here before we move on from this. What about uh, what about Bob? <laughs> what about Bob? I think yeah, RG3 exactly. is going to be fine Bob? next year, and unless he has a catastrophic injury like he did in the uh, Seattle game, you know, when Shanahan didn't take him out, as opposed yeah. to Shanahan now taking him out now when, that he's, he's healthy. He's healthy. Do, we, do we fully believe that Shanahan is just sitting him down just to rest him and make sure he doesn't get hurt the rest of the season? Do oh, we think hell no. He's sabotaging the team. He's sabotaging yeah, the team. Do you think, so think, how do you think RG3 really feels about this? He hates it. But yeah, but do you think he, do you think it's doing something to his psyche? I don't think so. I think, think it's, it's going to make him better. Yeah, I think yeah. he's just kind of like, He's not going to say anything because he's him. He's just going to be like, oh, man. Well, you know, he said a couple things that people have have, – he said a couple things that people have maybe perhaps misconstrued here and there. Um, And ever since the benching, quote-unquote, to protect him, he seems to have just – I don't know if he got – you know, he just thought about it or someone got in his ear and they were just like, be professional. Be professional. Don't say anything bad about the team. You know, we've. if you want to say anything bad about the team, we'll release those in quote-unquote leaks, um, just like Shanahan has been <coughs> leaking. <laughs> it's like butt leakage. It's like, it's like Anal leakage. From, it's, like, it's like Mike Shanahan's camp goes, and then, <laughs> and then RG3's camp goes. And then the newest stuff from this week is saying that there's a rift between Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and you know who was saying a bunch of stuff this week? Now the Redskins have completely denied it. The BR. BR saying it? Yeah, BR. Um, well, then it's not and true. And Redskins sources have denied the latest allegations against RG3 and his dad that the BR reported. His they dad, flat- they talked about it on uh, PTI today on, on ESPN. They talked about that his dad said somewhere i don't know if he did it on twitter or if he talked to a reporter or what but he said that uh his dad doesn't be... seem like the twitter type to me well he, he said that he wants uh the coach from baylor so did yeah, josh Mark so did i yeah. i've been saying that forever but you know we'll see so did our mom <laughs> you know i think we'll be good what do you think she about did, this dude. she sent us, <laughs> us an email today saying that what do you think about this, boys? What do you all think about <laughs> getting the coach from Baylor in? I think he'd be really good. <laughs> that might be real good. He knows he how to move the pocket. At least they might win a game <laughs> oh, every dude, now and then. Speaking of moving the pocket, um, hello. They did yeah. this week. They moved the pocket all over the damn place in the Georgia Dome. Where's that been for what Seriously? the first 13, 12, what? Yeah, 13 games of the season. Dude. Kyle. Hey, hey, I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't point Seriously. out. I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that I thought that Kirk Cousins was going through his progressions and looking at different dudes better than RG3 has been lately. I think he was, too. Yeah. But because they were moving the pocket around, and also he hasn't been out there for 13 games getting freaking crushed. Yeah, he hardly you know got what? crushed at all in this game. I mean, because this I team was horrible. Out. Well, I want to point out, too. Yeah, it's not know, like we, we had, played a good team here. We had Darrell Young back in this game, and I think that made a big difference. Half the there. game. Half the game, yeah. yeah. I know, and did you notice when things started going downhill? You're right. You're right, dude. <laughs> well, that was part of it. That was part of it. I think that, good I, point, Josh, dude. I think that's a really uh, salient point you brought up right there. Salient. I think that Darrell Young 
brought a whole lot of what's been missing the last couple of weeks, but it sounds like, and we'll get into this, I guess, a little bit more with the injury report coming up here, but it sounds like he tweaked it again, and I don't know if he's going to be back for the rest of the season. And you know what? We have one fullback on the roster, Darrell Young. Mm-hmm. What's the caveman doing these Kyle. days? Thanks, Mike. Yep. Thanks a lot, Mike. And Get we keep putting Helu in for like one yard game. Another reason that Mike Shanahan needs to be fired. Just just bad decision after bad decision. People can make all the excuses they want about him. Oh, the thirty-six million dollars in salary cap space. Oh, the blah, 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 blah. You've lost over you've lost ten games or more in three or your four seasons. Period. Yeah. I can't wait. Dude, Will, we know, dude. We know. I was trying to look for new updated. They're not showing, giving us any updated reports since we're talking about injuries. Do we want to just go straight into that here? Yeah, Darrell Young is yeah, sure. has tweaked his hamstring, and uh, uh, Jordan Reed is still having headaches from what I read. What According to Mike Shanahan. According to Shanahan. Huh. Who may be just, I don't know. Sabotaging the team. Right. Fred Davis out there, although he did catch a touchdown. Dude, he, he, I believe he was trying to sabotage. We didn't talk about this at all yet. What? Now, you guys may disagree with me. What's with that two-point conversion at the end of the game? I liked it. Did you? The teams, both yeah. teams. Suck. Or with what three and nine going into that game? <clears throat> I'll tell you one thing: it was consistent. What the hell? No one wants. No one wants to see two, three, and nine teams going to overtime. And it was Dude, consistent. I don't, I don't care, man. I'd rather see the W on the board. And if we had a better chance to do that by going into OT, take the PAT and go into OT and do it. Now, if he did that against Dallas, a game that actually matters against Dallas, I might have cared. I would still rather go for two. It, uh, however. However, I thought I thought it was a great call because it's two teams with massive losing records. But what I really liked about the whole deal there is that uh, Mike Shanahan. Oh man, go ahead. I there was, I, I I haven't quite formulated. He had nothing to lose, first of all. But second of he had all, nothing to lose. But I kind of liked it. But um, I think he was trying to get himself fired. Well, no, I think it was consistent with his whole saying, like he wants to keep the team healthy going into the offseason and making them play an extra quarter. Okay, all right. I'd buy into that a little bit. i tell you what I did like, though. I I liked, I thought that was a nice onside kick at the end of that. Yeah, that was tricky. They almost got it, dude. It squirted know, through that dude's legs. Oh, man, that thing was, it was like, it was like a greased pig. <laughs> but the whole whole freaking game was like the, I just had the theme to uh, Benny Goodman's uh, oh. Boot Randolphs, whatever. What's the name of that song? Jackety Sax. Jackety Sax. Oh, and by the way, Mike Shanahan might still be extremely delusional and think he's going to coach next year. And he's just like, you know, if we get it, yay, we win. And if we don't get it, yay, we still got, like, the second pick in the second round. <laughs> and the third round. And the yep. fourth round. And, and the fifth round. Although one of those picks may have like disappeared and gone to Minnesota for Donovan McNabb, for all I I remember. Yeah, the other one was for Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> um, 
We kind of talked through the injuries here. No transactions. None. Are there any other injuries? Hey, we finally found out who number 17 and 18 are. Man, what is up with that? Who? Why did what? 17, like, come up? Are we really so far out of numbers that we had to use the number 17 for some scrub wide receiver? A number that was Billy Kilmer, Doug <laughs> Williams. I know. Just can't wait. I think his name is Ron Bellamy. Isn't his name Ron Bellamy or something like that? Yeah, Bill Bellamy is like hanging out on the team, and like that's how bad our team is. We got Bill Bellamy. I don't even know who he is. I don't know where he came from. He just showed up on the field. Who was that? Yes, I might have something to say about that. Bill Bellamy. No, who was the other? Who was the the small little? Little receiver. What's his name? Nick Williams. He's there. Nick he Williams. Talk about white lightning. Jerome. Jerome we'll get white lightning. He caught a pass, I think. Nick Williams. He did catch one at the sideline. I remember seeing that. Huh. And, All right. And Pierre Garçon had a monster game. He did. Pierre and I, Garçon is a monster. If we can get. Well. Dude, he's close like to breaking. the Calvin Johnson guy, but Pierre Garçon is like a 1A. He is he is as close to a number one receiver, like a top flight number one receiver as you can get. But I mean, you guys know that that have li- been listening to us for a while. Um, I I I love Pierre Garcon. I love the fact he plays bigger than he is. He's got those big broad shoulders. The guy the guy's he's a gamer. He's got those vampire teeth. He's got Somebody that vampire. That he's a gamer. Dude, he's close to breaking Art Monk's single season franchise record. Of I thought he broke it during the game. They were wrong, dude. Art Monk had 106 catches. Uh, really? In 1984. Look it up. Really? Yeah, I saw it, I saw it on the post game. I'm acting like I know, just knew saw that. Saw the Redskins Bible. I just remember that 1,000-yard club tops card I had. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's got like 96 catches. I think Art Monk had 106 in 1984, and there's still, what, three games left? Yeah. So and catches, he just needs just to re- put it in perspective. Re- 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 so you're saying that the J team was incorrect? Yeah, they said that he broke Art Monk's record for number of catches J- in a season, didn't they say that? They Who sure did. The it was oh, yeah. dude. It was, it was Sam, Sam Rosen, Rosen and that dude that used to be a fullback for the uh, for the uh, Saints. That one dude sounds like Howie Long when he talks. Really, you think so? I thought so. They never show those guys but twice because they're wearing those ugly Christmas ties. Sam Rosen. Um, he was teamed up with like um uh what was his name? Art Monk had one hundred and six receptions in nineteen eighty four, according to his Wikipedia page, and we know that's never wrong. John Lynch. Yeah. I know, I told you. Art Monk had 106 in 1984. Yeah. I yeah. think Pierre Garçon has 96 now. He might have 97 yeah, we, or so. We can't we can't blame Sam Rosen and and Heath Heath Evans. I was going to say Heath Miller. <laughs> Heath Miller. Heath Evans. Heath Miller. Um we can't blame them for the information coming out of the dis- truck. About, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was bad information coming out of the truck from the J team. They're all in there like like Statistician over from eating way too many too many bowls of Ben's chili. <laughs> By the way, Art Monk, according to his Wikipedia page, is a distant relative of jazz pioneer Thelonious Monk. He's also a distant relative of mine. 
what? That's Terry Allen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Bruce. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And Bruce Allen. Bruce Allen, yeah. And He's also a, a distant relative of Gregorian and Capuchian. <laughs> Monks. <laughs> and Benedictine. And Benedictine. Benedictine monk. And um, Buddhist. <laughs> and that dude that was used to be on that show on CBS. And hey, hey, we're the, you know, monk. Hey, yeah, <laughs> Adrian monk. monk. Adrian monk. Ease? Monk. Is that where you're hey, going with hey, that? Hey, we're the ease. <laughs> hey, hey, we're uh, the ease. Yeah, Adrian that. Monk well, on the show Monk. All right. He kind of looks like Art Monk a little bit. I'm serious. He kind of does a little bit, actually. I think in his facial structure. Yeah, I think he might be related. It's possible. Distantly. Distant. Very distantly. My grandmother was Dutch. Now, if we want to go into the lineage of the Nelsons, we could do that again. <laughs> Art Monk begat Thelonious. Begat. Ricky Nelson. Begat Adrian Monk. <laughs> Begat Nelson. Begat Mickey Monk Dolence. <laughs> Dude, right. I saw them play at the Hampton Coliseum in 1980 when I was five. Seriously, dude. They were I, a real I band. Sure did. The Monkeys? I thought they were just on TV. They were well, they they became a real band. But they were the first uh they were basically the first boy band that was made. Like like, like Menudo auditions for them. Like like Wait. uh like, like, like See, they're uh, kinda like American like, Idol now. New kids like they on were, the block. Like New Kids or, on the Block. Yeah, yeah. Or Any or what's the Menudo. What's another <laughs> <laughs> So they're kind of like American Idol now. Like they started on T V and then they became a band. Ooh girl, ooh girl, Menudo, Menudo, Jamaica. Take it to Menudo. Josh, did you ever listen to that episode that we did when you said you were going to a concert or something, and we were like, "Who is this Chav?" Yeah, who was that Doctor Chav guy that you dissed on the uh, podcast? Dude, dude, you guys don't li- Macklemore. You don't know Macklemore. We were like, we have no idea who this guy He's awesome, is. Who is Doctor Chav Macklemore? <laughs> we like looked him up on Wikipedia, and he looked like some Chav. Dude, you know who that? You know who he is? You've heard that song "Thrift Shop" that he sings. I've never even no. We had no dude, idea seriously? until we you read his Wikipedia. Song, I'm gonna pop some tags. I got twenty dollars in my pocket. We're like, Josh is going to I've see some white rapper dude. That song. I have heard of that song. I've never heard the actual song. This is effing awesome. No, it's for a family show. I've never heard nope. it. I wear my granddad's clothes. I look incredible. That song. He sounds like Doctor Chav. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd never heard of him, and I was like, "Who is Dr. this guy?" Chav and the, it's like Doctor Teeth and the uh, Electric Mayhem Band. It's like Doctor Chav and the. Uh, I don't know, uh, dude, but he put on one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was awesome. It was effing awesome. I'm That's sure it was. Chav. It yeah. wasn't. Dude's co- got a good story too, man. It wasn't nearly as good as our podcast was, though. He's totally independent. He never signed with a label. Produced his own stuff, and uh, even at the concert when when the. Um, the promoters and people were trying to sell his t-shirts for 50 bucks. He came out and was like, don't buy t-shirts here. 
just go to my website and buy them. They're like two-thirds less. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. Anyway. Well, good on him for saying that. I know, right? 50 bucks. All right. Someone's t-shirts aren't concerts these days. It's crazy. Last time uh -huh. I went to a concert, they were like 20. What, that was like nineteen. Yeah, but that's because you went to like Matthew Sweet at the Boathouse. <laughs> no, dude. That's because you went to like Kenny Rogers or Eddie Money at uh, Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Money, singer. <laughs> Hello, Eddie Money, singer. Aaron no. Allen, production manager. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Eddie. Eddie Aaron still, hates still, Eddie Money. That's because Eddie Money still owes you like ninety dollars. He owes me thirty for, bucks for the pizza. No, dude, it wasn't thirty bucks. It was like dude, nine was bucks, man. It was more than that. No, it, it was, was thirty dollars. Digits. It was pushing one spin, dude. Like I don't forget debts. He owed me thirty dollars. Dude, it was more than that. I swear. Oh, it was Steve Kazee that owes me two hundred dollars. Uh, Eddie yeah, Money owes me thirty. People owe you money. What's that? And Eddie Money's got it stashed away in that big old forehead of his. He's his blown it on money. coke by now, dude. Dude, let's what? cruise on with this. To paradise. Paradise. He yeah, did I'm that commercial recently, so he should I'm have a few bucks. Meeting at ten o'clock. Let's move it. Dude, you're the one that was late getting on. Who are you? I know who. Who are you international with? Canada. Yes, Canada. <laughs> That's not international. They're on it's the not same even, time zone. It's not even. A real, it's not even a real country. Anyway. Not even a real country anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go into the break and station ID, and then we'll come back, and let's see if I can rein in. I, I see – I'm looking through the blinds right now. I see Jerome Booger, and and it. I, I hope he's picking up donut holes. I hope that's not like the stray cat on our street. And like, I may have to leave you with Jerome Booger when that happens. All right, are we ready? Let's move. Josh, you are not leaving before the end of this podcast. Dude. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets, and it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. The Redskins look at I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. Love the Redskins. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedoms. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. 
when conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular-sized hot dog bun, and you ignored them. But you made a 10-inch wiener, and people cheered. But you weren't satisfied. You said, wait, I think I can still give you two more inches. And so the footlong was born. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Hot Dog Hero. Because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish. A bigger wiener. Thank you, thank you, Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, gentlemen, I like that. Oh, he's here. He's here. What's up, Jerome? Dude. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? We're good. How are you? Thanks for joining. Gentlemen, I'm just fine. Hey, are you calling the Cowboys game this week? Gentlemen, you know I am not quite sure what game I'm going to be calling until the day before the the, uh, the, the Sunday festivities. Uh, commence, which is fine by me. That gives me more days in Vegas every week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad you could join us this week because we really are confused about that play where Santana Moss called the fair catch and kind of the ball got twisted. He got twisted around. The ball hit him. Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds painful. <laughs> His ball got twisted. There was some twisting in action going on there. That's not good. <laughs> Did you see the play, Jerome? Uh, gentlemen, I did see the play. I saw the Santana Moss call fair catch, and then he moved out the way because he was afraid of the contact from another gentleman coming his way. And though I understand that, you, ha- you have to maintain your position. Is that the rule? You have to maintain position? You have to stay in the, If you call fair catch, you have to stay in place, and that way when someone runs into you, well, what if you misjudged it, it a little bit? Foul, unless it's in uh, 19 uh, or 2009 in Charlotte, and then it's not a personal foul. No, I mean, I've seen people call fair catch while they're still, like, running up towards wherever the ball is going to land. Well, that's okay because you are, you are projecting a, a, a position in front of you, and you can project. That's fine. But, but you must you – must, you can't stand in one place and then suddenly move out the way because you're afraid someone's going to touch you. <laughs> so you just have to stand there and take one for the team? Basically, yes. You have to take one for uh, Oh, I have a story about that, but we won't <laughs> get into that tonight. <laughs> Is it something does it have to do with you and Jackie Treehorn? <laughs> well, me and Jackie Treehorn, we go way back. So, I I don't want to I don't want to bring up his uh I don't want to bring up his misgivings about things that have happened back in the past. But uh in any event, Gentlemen, we do have a we do have this this big 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 matchup coming up this weekend between the Redskins and the Cowboys. And I hear you, gentlemen, are going to be there. We're going to be there. Hopefully, you'll be there too. If you're there, Jerome, we got to catch up before the game. Yes. Well, n- maybe not before the game, but maybe afterwards we can we can go hang out somewhere, get some uh get some chicken wings um Chili. i know a couple of good places uh out in uh, uh georgetown where we can go through those back doors you know the ones that don't have spines on them <laughs> yeah so some good places about. there you know if you don't mind hanging out with like me and you and a whole bunch of old white uh 
uh, politicians and strippers. <laughs> <laughs> strippers and strippers. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> all right, Jerome. Well, thanks for stopping by this week. And uh, yes. maybe we'll talk to you after the Redskins beat the Cowboys next week. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. I would love to see the Redskins make sure the Cowboys cannot make the playoffs because Tony Romo, he is such a he is such a tease. He just brings you to that brink and then that is it. He just leaves you hanging. Cut. Cut. <laughs> All right. All right, gentlemen. Jerome, make All sure right. you grab some holes on the way out. I've I've had plenty of donut holes while I've been here. Uh, John is always a uh, is always always very, offering uh, you his holes. He's always offering me his holes. He is very nice. He is a great host. He is a great hole host. Sick. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Okay. That is. That is. <laughs> that 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 whole thing fails on the hole. Yeah. On the hole, Jerome. I'll see you later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's out of there. Nice. All right. There you go. Yes. Jerome Booger, ladies and gentlemen. We have heard recently, too, Jerome Booger may be getting his own Twitter account. Stay tuned. He may be. Um, HHF Jerome Booger. Quick games and kicks, guys, because I, I do have to jump. But you guys can keep going. I don't want to hold you up. All right. You ready? Well, let's go for it. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball uh, Award. Go, Josh. Does anybody have one? I guess I would give my game ball to Kirk Cousins for having to step in like he did and playing as well as he did after not taking a snap since preseason. You know, I, he put up, what, 300 and some odd yards on the day. I can't remember. Um, I just thought he had a good day for his first first showing. Okay. Overall. John? Interceptions. And he fumbled. Well, you know, it was it, – yeah – Yes, yes, I, I, I like the pick for Kirk Cousins because, I mean, even though he had three turnovers, he did have three touchdowns. And, I mean, what do you want from the guy? <laughs> Here He's he playing in, like, his third game. <laughs> in, in, like, his third, what, third start, second start, and let's yeah. throw him right behind this absolutely atrocious offensive line and see what happens. Oh, we'll move him around, though. Not like we did with RG3, but, you know, that's, you know, whatever. Um, my actually, my uh, game ball is going to go to Pierre Garçon. I thought he was a beast. He did everything he possibly could to uh, help us win. So, yeah, he had another big and a, uh, a mini shout out to Kai Forbath for what kicking yeah. it through the end zone. Oh wait, he didn't do that. <laughs> he didn't do that, but he did kick two field goals in the last forty nine seconds of the first half. All right. Well, I'm going to give my game ball to Brian Arakpo. Yeah, oh, yeah, good one. Hit a big game. He was all over the place, dude. He was a beast. Beast. And we got to re-sign him. All right, since yeah. Josh is in a hurry. It's See, time for you this you week's Kicking the Balls Award. Kicking the Balls Award brought to you by Poopery. Go, Josh. Man, yeah, beast is a word. Sorry, sorry. Beast is a word that that you, that Arakpo was fine. I thought you were going to use it on someone like uh, I don't know, Kai Forbath. <laughs> yeah. In any uh, event, my kick. I don't know. I think I'm going to give it to Santana Moss. I like Santana Moss. I think he had a good game in a lot of ways, but I don't know what happened to him. It's like he just 
He couldn't hang on. He was targeted a lot more than RG3 targets. I'm going to tell you that. He was. That's true. 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 Slot guy. Yeah. But he has had a penchant for for dropping or fumbling this season, which is not like him. And I don't think it's like an age thing. I think it's just, I think they're pressing. I think they're pressing. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, my uh, my game or kick in the ball is going to go to anyone named Shanahan. Cut! Yep, I agree with that. All right, well, I've never done this before. I was going to give my game ball or my kick in the balls award to Santana Moss, like Josh was saying, but mainly for the fumble where somehow he had both hands on it and he still fumbled it. Yeah, I don't even. And it, yeah. But it was, it was weird. Since Josh gave his to him. I'm gonna have to give mine to Alfred Morris for having two fumbles of his own. Oh, Dude, man. that one run, with one that where he hit, looked like he just kept running. He hit Tom Compton on the deep. butt with the ball, and it just popped out on the he one. Did. He did. Tom Compton was in for like like what one play? Yeah, where Williams came out injured for a minute. Golly, and Trent Williams just like, oh hell no, I got to get back in. Tom Compton is terrible. Look at that, he butt fumbled Alfred Morris. I got to get back in. Get oh man, he's one of those oh man. Like those big old <laughs> Ophi guys, and he's oh, you know man. I'm not I'm not trying to like diss on him, but that's just how his personality always seems to be. He's less like oh man, but when it comes to stuff like that, he's like no, get me back in. This is like the new Silverback in the since he uh, since he came back from the uh, the tree suspension. Yeah, where he's just like you know rub some dirt on it and get me back in the game, which I I applaud him. As a matter of fact. I don't know. I, I think he deserves a game ball for this game as well. Cause, damn. Yeah. He did. He yeah. He bounced back after that one really. He's bad the only year. offensive lineman worth a crap on this team. Yeah. When they were showing the starting offensive line on the cross the screen, I was like, it goes from from left to right. I was like, it goes <laughs> from good, not as good, worse, worse, the worst. Oh yeah. It goes it's, across. Like, it's like watching a bar graph go downhill from left to right. Anyway, does that pretty much wrap it up? Rounded it out. We might bring you guys a special supplementary podcast live from the hotel near FedEx Field this week. I think weekend. that's the plan, to do that. So we'll do that. Um, anyway, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhoyfootball.com, especially if you want to meet up before the game. And we'll be hanging out with Will in Maryland. I think Kenny Ken bailed as a fair weather. He's dialing right now. I'm just messing with you, dude. I'm just messing with you. Especially if you don't have your passport in order. David, you mean Desmond C? And yeah, David Lee, we haven't heard from you in a while. Drop us a line. We'll talk to you guys next week. Remember, it's Cowboys week. Let's beat them. And especially this week after their debacle and their whiny babies on their team and chokers. I left the field early because I didn't want to crowd the sideline. If you see a Cowboys fan... Joke. Joke.